0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. Would you be the jerk for telling your sister to her face that she's lazy? We'll get to that in a bit. But first, am I the jerk for not going to my sister's wedding because of what she did to our cousin? I'm 26 year old male, very close to my cousin Lily, 24 year old female. We have a lot in common and always hang out. But three years ago, Lily was engaged to a man named Josh lily was all happy and planned the wedding till she found josh and my twin sister rose in bed together lily cut both off and moved out of state now my sister and josh are getting married i was invited but i refused to go because of what they did to lily my mom told me that it was years ago and how lily moved on well if you count trust issues and therapy moving on i told my mom that i don't care if it was years ago they betrayed lily to the point that she moved away I also told my mom that I'm on Lily's side. Now my family's calling me and blowing up my phone to tell me to move on because Rose is my twin sister. She wants me at her wedding since she's my only sister. But am I in the wrong? I don't blame OP for this, and honestly, it's kind of impressive because a lot of people would be, whether they feel it was right or wrong, willing to look past it and move on. And also, let's just be honest, you're not obligated to go to any wedding, regardless of how that might make people feel. Hope he's not in the wrong here, right? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting my stepdaughter to have my mother's engagement ring? I have a bit of a dilemma. I'm 27 year old female. My grandmother died four years ago. When she got engaged to my grandfather, he gave her a 21 karat gold ring with diamonds and a ruby in the center. That ring was eventually passed to my dad when he was ready to propose to my mom. As far as I know, she never took the ring off, and the ring was returned to my dad when my mom passed. Recently, me and my partner of three years have been talking about getting engaged. I asked my dad about the ring and he agreed if I ever got engaged, I would inherit the ring. Well, last night, I told my boyfriend about the ring and how it was passed on. He said his daughter, who's from a previous relationship, would love to inherit it eventually. I explained that she wouldn't be getting the ring since she's not my daughter, that if my baby, 11 months, wants it when she's older, then she will inherit it. This caused a massive argument, in which my partner called me a witch and said I was treating his daughter differently because she's not blood. Things might be different if I actually had a relationship with her, but I don't. I've only met her once in person and honestly don't know her that well. She has no attachment to the ring but my daughter will since it'll be her grandmother's and great-grandmother's ring. I made a point of saying to him, if he proposed to me with it, I'd return it to my dad for safekeeping. So, am I the jerk? I would say definitely not the jerk, mainly because OP said they don't even have a relationship with the stepdaughter. Also, this guy just called you a witch to your face like that? That seems like a red flag to me. This next story is, am I the jerk for giving away my brother's parrot? My brother Don has an African gray parrot. He fell in love with our uncle's parrot when we were young. He always wanted one, and when he got a job where he could take care of one, he got it. Don was neurodivergent. He had trouble connecting with people, but he loved that bird, and it seemed to return the affection. Don didn't like to travel or leave his home, or do much besides work, play video games, collect Pokemon stuff, and interact with his parrot. I, on the other hand, try and get out of town whenever I can. I also use every second of my vacation time and PTO. Don passed away just after New Years. He didn't have a girlfriend, much less a wife. He did have a will, and he left me everything, including Ash, his parrot. I don't want his parrot. Trust me, after listening to my brother talk about African Grey parrots for the last 20 years, I know more about them than anyone normal should, including that they can live up to 60 years. That would have been great for Dawn. I, on the other hand, am not planning on taking care of any human children I have for 60 years. I talked to my parents to see if they would take them. They said their condo doesn't allow pets. I checked with the rest of our family and nobody wanted to make that commitment. I contacted a local bird rescue, but they only take wild raptors. I tried the zoo, they don't accept birds. I guess there's a chance of diseases or something? My brother loved this bird so I wasn't going to do anything stupid with it. Ash was actually growing on me. I was considering keeping him. Lucky for me and Ash, my uncle finally got back to me. His parrot had died a couple of years ago, and since he's in his late 40s, he didn't adopt a new one. I gladly invited him over to see if he liked Ash. He told me that he and his old bird had met Ash and had even been over to Don's house for a playdate date before. It was excellent. My uncle knows more about them than my brother did and now I have that information stuck in my head. Ash went to live with my uncle. I thought it was the perfect solution, until my mom called to chew me out for imposing a bird on my uncle. He doesn't make that much money, and birds are expensive to take care of, I guess. Not that it was any of her business, but my brother left me a nice chunk of change and an impressive collection of Pokemon stuff. I'd already told my uncle that I'd be paying for food and vet bills for Ash. I even volunteered to bird-sit him if my uncle needed, and I'm in town. I know Dawn would want that. She still said that it was a bad decision to give her brother the bird. I probably didn't improve our conversation by giggling when she said that. I honestly think I did right by everyone involved, but my mom disagrees. I need someone with no skin in the game to tell me if I'm missing something. Dawn, a 40-year-old-plus man went and took the bird. Unless he gives you any kind of reasoning to believe otherwise, Opie did everything absolutely picture perfectly. Opie's going above and beyond, a lot of people wouldn't even offer to cover the food and vet costs. That's great! Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I filed another noise complaint about my neighbor's very loud toddler? I'm really torn about this, I, female 33, work fully remote and am a bit of a homebody, so I'm usually in my apartment most of the time either working or living my life as one does. Several months back we had a family move in across the hall from us, with a little girl around 2 or 3 years old. They moved in over the course of two weeknights, so lots of banging and shout talking in the halls between 10-12 to at night, so not a good first impression for both myself and my roommate. Over the months they've been here, their little one has proven to be extremely vocal. While working, she'll often scream bloody murder at the top of her lungs, loud enough that it feels like she's standing directly in my apartment. I've had people on calls with me, while I'm wearing headphones, ask who's screeching in the background, and I have to apologize and state that it's my neighbor's child. Even at night I'll hear her screaming all the way in my bedroom, which is the farthest room in my apartment from the front door. It's not so much I'm scared screaming that would warrant a different call or yay I'm a toddler having fun screaming, it's more I'm throwing a tantrum screaming, and there are some days where it's near constant. I'll be doing laundry on the bottom floor, we're on the top floor, and I can hear her all the way on the first floor, just yelling and screaming clear as day. I've called and complained about them to our office, They also shout talk in the hallway to each other when they have visitors. And no carpets in the halls means it echoes and is loud. And I know multiple other neighbors of mine, both on the same floor and downstairs, have called with complaints too. Yesterday I'd called in with a bad migraine, and even in my room with the door closed I could hear her going full air raid siren, even until 10pm, and that just made my blood boil. It doesn't even sound like her parents try to get her to calm down. I've spoke to my friends with kids about this and they've told me to just keep it moving because parenting is hard. I'm an aunt to two spectacular kids, so I get it, but I don't think I should have to deal with an out of control toddler who screams all day and night. My neighbors already have two violations for excessive noise and I believe one more could get them evicted. While the noise is definitely an issue they've been warned about multiple times by management, I should add that they don't speak English or I would have talked to them myself, and interferes with both my work and downtime, I can't help but feel immensely guilty knowing I may get a little girl and her family evicted. But even as I write this post, she is banshee shrieking and has been on and off for close to half an hour. Would I be the jerk if I filed another noise complaint? even though it may result in a family getting evicted. By the time I finished the story, I'd already forgotten that OP said in the first paragraph, this kid is two or three years old. By the end, I was back to assuming this was like a newborn baby that kept wailing or screaming. But this kid has a, at least, somewhat functioning brain. Everybody deserves some level of peace and comfort in their own home. I feel for OP because you don't want to have that guilty conscience of feeling like you're trying to throw these people with their young kid out. But at some point enough is enough, right? Our next story is, am I the jerk for not picking my girlfriend's daughter up from an event? I'm 37 and I've been in a relationship with a mid-40s woman. Amy, she doesn't want me to tell her specific age, which I don't mind, for about a year. She has a 17-year-old daughter I'll call Jess. Over the weekend, Jess had a school event and had asked me for a ride in advance. I didn't mind in the slightest. I drove her over to the school and we had a nice chat in the car. When she got out, though, a bunch of her friends were there, and she waved to me and shouted, "'Later, creepy stepdad!' with a huge smile. I think it was a joke to her friends. They laughed, and I stared awkwardly for a few seconds. Then Jess said, "'Go, go!' literally shooing me away." I drove home thinking, whatever, but over time it really started to grate on me. I know that she wanted to just show off for them but I didn't want to be stuck in a car with a girl who considered me creepy in any way. I shot her a text around that time that she would have to find another way to get home. She didn't see my text for some time, but a few hours later she called me asking for a ride. I told her I couldn't do that as I'd had a couple of drinks, which was true. Then she half hung up on me and apparently called her mother. Amy was busy working on something at the time and told me that I needed to get over there and pick her up. I responded that she could walk get a ride from her friends or take public transportation. It was 8pm in one of the safest cities in our country and that she was going to be fine. Amy then walked away, grabbed my keys and drove off in my car, despite having a suspended license. About 15 minutes later, Amy came home and shrieked at me about my treatment of Jess while Jess evacuated to her room. I told her that she really shouldn't be driving with a suspended license and amy said she wouldn't have to if i were more responsible when i reminded her of why her license was suspended she got furious it's a pretty touchy subject and told me she'd leave if she had anywhere else to go i brushed her off with a lame that sounds like a you problem and we haven't talked since was i being the jerk here honestly i think op's not the jerk some people are saying oh well everybody's the jerk because op shouldn't have broke their promise I don't see where OP said that they would promise they'd come pick them up. They definitely promised to drive them over though. She's 17 years old, taking the bus is a pretty darn normal thing for a 17 year old. I think this is just a good life lesson. Our next story is, am I the jerk for giving my friends the wrong idea about being a mom? I, 28 year old female, am a part of a group of 9 female friends. Except for me and another woman, let's call her D, they don't have kids. Dee and I had our kids three weeks apart, currently her son is four months old and my daughter's three months old. My husband and I are very lucky that we're financially secure and that our combined income is in the mid six figures. Dee and her husband are not, and most of our other friends are not as well. Now that I'm back at work, I decided that it was also a time to get back to a routine somewhat close to my old one. I didn't want to be the kind of woman who only defines herself as a mother and there's nothing wrong with that and like i said i have the means to help with that we hired an au pair and it's been life-changing i still spend a lot of time being a mom and i love my daughter but now i get to go to the gym i'm rested because i don't have to be up with her at night i can go to brunch with my friends and last saturday i even went clubbing i didn't drink since i breastfeed but i still had fun with my friends On the other hand, Dee is exhausted, has not had the time to go out with us, very understandable, so we made sure to go visit her, and the one time she agreed to go to brunch, we made sure to choose a child-friendly restaurant. After seeing some photos we posted on social media of us enjoying the club, she sent a text in the group chat asking why we didn't invite her. Another friend said she was invited, but she declined since she couldn't spend that much time away from her son. Then D said that we should have done what she suggested instead, which was to have a nice dinner at a family-friendly restaurant. Then just spend a couple of hours at home chatting. The same friend replied that we did that last weekend and that they wanted to have fun. D said that it wasn't fair that she was being excluded for being a mom. But the same friend replied that she wasn't and that she was being dramatic. Then she said if we were excluding moms, my name would have been excluded too. D then calls me. As soon as I pick up, she started scolding me about giving our friends a false idea of what being a mom is. That most of them do not have the means to hire help the way I do. That normal people have to sacrifice a lot of things once they have kids. And that me not having to do that makes her seem like a bad friend, and stops our other friends from accommodating her. At the time, I didn't know what the whole deal was about, but I could kind of understand the situation. So I told her that normal moms leave their kids with their fathers to go out with their friends. It was entitled people who expected the whole world to change because they decided to have kids. After reading the whole argument on the group chat though, I think that I went overboard and that I might really be doing exactly what she accused me of. So am I the jerk? I think OP really hit the nail on the head. That you can't expect the whole world to change and accommodate around you because you went and had kids and are now less available. And I would say personally, I think in a group, a friend group, majority decision really is what should be the ruling factor. I think no matter what, in a friend group, you're always going to have a hard time if you're limiting yourselves to merely events where every single person can only... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. That's how you end up only having a a once-a-month get-together. Because we gotta do something that accommodates everybody at the exact same time. Our next story is... Am I the jerk for asking my stepkid to be nice to my own kids? So I, 34-year-old female, got married a year ago to who we'll call Ryan, 44-year-old male. Ryan and I were together for two years prior to getting married. We both knew about each other's children. I have a pair of twins and an older child five-year-old male and female and an eight-year-old male, and he has two kids, one living with their mother, 15-year-old male, and one living with us, 14-year-old female, who we'll call Anna. Anna came to live with us because she no longer wanted to deal with her mother. I'm not entirely sure what happened there. I don't expect her to tell me any more than that. Her father and I discussed the situation and I don't tell her what to do or treat her as my own child. But ever since her moving in a year ago, Things haven't been super fair to my children, nor has she been nice to them. If needed, I'll provide a few examples, but I'm trying to stay under the word count. Most recently, she absolutely refuses to let them play anything on the PlayStation, and has been doing so since last year. Ryan bought her a PS5 for Christmas, but when setting it up, they decided that her PS4 was better and sold the PS5, so she decided to put that money aside and save up. Now, my children can't use the PS5 because it's sold, but they can't use the PS4 because she refuses to let them after one incident. I did confront Ryan about this, but he argued that I said he shouldn't get them anything tech-wise and that the PS5 wasn't a gift for them anyway. He didn't decide what to do with it. I accepted that argument. Now, I've been asking her to be nice and let my kids have a turn on the PS4 when she's not using it, which she doesn't do much. She only plays for an hour after school on Wednesdays, weekends, and whenever she has a friend over. She said no time and time again. A few of those times, her reasoning changed from, what if it happens again, to, my playstations in my room, I don't want them in there, to, if they really want to play, you should buy them their own and while that sounds like a great solution i don't see the point in buying a whole new one when there's already one they can use so i asked her father about it and he said that i need her permission since it was a gift to her and her things aren't his to have a say over so after trying time and time again i gave up but then she and her girlfriend went out yesterday to get coffee and buy some books she wasn't here so i thought it would be fine to let my kids play since they couldn't bother her since she wasn't even in her room and my kid swore he wouldn't do what he did last time it was going great until 4 pm and i heard my kids crying as well as screaming i went upstairs to check and sure enough anna threw them out and was yelling at them i told her to talk to them calmly and then she screamed at me as well nothing happened this time and nothing was broken i personally think she overreacted but ryan still hasn't talked to me and neither has anna My friends agree with me though, but now I'm not so sure. Am I the jerk? I just don't understand why it's so hard for OP to accept, whether they use it five minutes a day, whether they don't even use it, that it's Anna's property and she doesn't want them messing with it. Anna's not your kid. You don't treat them like your kid. Stop trying to give her stuff away. Get your kids their own PS4, especially going way too far by letting them into her room. It's a very violating feeling. This next story is, would I be the jerk if I, 26-year-old female, all my money out of my friend, 27-year-old female's business, if she starts selling shameful items like condoms and lube? I helped my friend start a somewhat successful nighttime-slash-odd-hours grocery delivery business around some universities in my country. I managed the business for the first six months, personally delivered groceries at odd hours, and gave her around 80 percent of the starting capital to get it going i have no ownership stake in the business i don't expect anything from her and i did all of this as a favor to her some people do know that i helped her recently she told me that there's demand for ashamed items like condoms lube adult entertainment toys etc in our city which can't be bought easily and they were planning on starting to deliver those items discreetly I don't like that. I'm unmarried and I don't want my name being dragged into those kinds of shameful things. My parents have started looking into marriage proposals for me, so I don't want my name being dirtied at this time. Even if my name wasn't being dragged into those kinds of things, I would still be very uncomfortable with just my money being used to deal with those kinds of things. I immediately said no to her, but she didn't seem happy about it and wants me to reconsider. This is all very new for me, as I didn't think she would consider selling them. It's made me see her in a different light, and I don't think I can continue to support her with a clear conscience. I'm tempted to ask my money back, but I feel like it'll be a bad move. My initial amount is still worth about half of the company's current capital. She's also planning to pursue a masters in the USA next year, and she's using the money from this business to show financial for the visa. If I ask for my money back, it might be a setback to her. I really don't want to do that, but I cannot continue supporting her in good faith. I know that if I ask for my money, it might be the end of my friendship." So I think this very obviously takes place in a country where having those kinds of things are I guess very shameful? I guess you know your name and reputation and being attached to those things would be horrendous I suppose? But I'm not going to lie, that kind of makes the business more enticing in my opinion, because you know what, you're probably going to start getting some mad sales doing that. I don't know if OP wants to have their name attached to a thriving business or not, but feel free to pull out if you're that concerned. Our next story is, would I be the jerk if I turned my friend in for cheating? My friend, 23 year old female, and I, 24 year old female, are roommates and also classmates. Over the past year, I've watched her become increasingly lazy and irresponsible, to the point I don't want to live with her anymore. When we first moved in together, she was pretty laid back like me. Lately, she's constantly having guests over and letting them stay over late into the night when she knows I'm in bed by 9 or 10 and up at 6am for work. She's getting drunk and generally not pulling her weight around the house, despite me repeatedly asking her to actually clean up. My peace and quiet are non-existent at this point. That's already bad enough, but the last straw has been her slacking at school and expecting me to help her. She's barely paying attention and going to class hungover, so of course she's not learning all that much. Now she wants me to share my homework answers with her and plagiarize my work, and I'm so aghast that she would even ask. How entitled do you have to be to ask someone to give away what they actually put in the effort for? She's self-destructing fast enough and now plans to pay someone for answers. I'm just about fed up with this nonsense and have half a mind to clue our teacher in. I just don't have patience for irresponsible BS and she doesn't deserve to skate by while the rest of us actually do what we're supposed to. There's just no excuse and it's not okay. If I'm being honest, I'm hoping she would get booted from the school and then would have no reason to live with me anymore, but that's neither here nor there. She doesn't deserve to be in class if she's not committed to it. Would I be the jerk? Should I just let her suffer the consequences whenever they do finally catch up to her? I would say is not the jerk, especially if maybe they had let them copy anything in the past. I've heard stories where somebody's in a similar situation and they say no, you can't copy my work. So they go and they steal their work, turn it in anyways plagiarized, and the original person who actually did the work turns it in later and they're accused of plagiarism. If anything, it might save OP from being implicated in some way or form. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my dad's wife to drop dead in front of her friends and family? My 17 year old female mom died a little over a year ago. I was living with her full time before she passed. She left me a lot of money and her house. Since the house was just going to stay empty until I was done with college, my aunt on my mom's side and I talked about it, and we agreed that she should stay there since she's taking care of my grandma and her place was small. I'll move back in once i finished my schooling. My dad assumed my mom left me her money and left the house to my aunt. I didn't correct him because I don't trust my dad or have a great relationship with him, I'm currently living with him, his wife Jan, and her twin daughters, 17 both lovely people, in a 3 bedroom flat. Two months ago he found out that my mom left me the house. I'm not sure how he found out, but he did. Since then I haven't heard the end of it. I'm selfish for making us all stay in a tiny flat. I'm spoiled because I won't share my inheritance. I'm a terrible person for making the twins take out loans. You get the gist. This weekend was the twins' birthday at my grandma's house. Most of my dad's family was there. We get along great usually, his wife's family, and some of both of their friends there along with the twins' friends. After they were done opening my present to them, they asked me if that was really it. I got them matching bracelets with their birthstones, which they both loved by the way. It got quiet, and I asked them what else they were expecting. They said Jan said that I was planning on surprising them on their birthday by telling them we were moving into my mom's house and helping them with college. My grandma asked Jan if this was true and Jan started in on me again. She asked what she could do to make me stop being a witch, pull my weight, help out and be fair. I told her that she could drop dead, that my mom died for me to get all these things, that she wanted to give her daughters. I said if she wanted everything to be fair, then she should drop dead and I would share everything I had with her daughters, since we all would have lost a mother then. That it would only be fair after that happened. She and my dad started yelling at me, and my grandma and uncle started yelling at my dad and Jan, and everything was pretty much over after that. The whole ride home, my dad and Jan were getting calls and texts from family and friends, telling them they were disappointed in them and I was getting texts from Jan's family, the twins' friends, and a few of my own cousins, saying I was selfish. I don't usually fight with my cousins, so I'm really starting to think maybe I am being selfish, and that I went too far at the twins' party. Am I the jerk? I think the blow-up was maybe a little extra, but honestly, I can't blame OP when you have an inheritance, and somebody keeps pressuring you and mislabeling you and saying that, oh, you're gonna give it away, and oh, You're a witch for not giving us your stuff, blah blah blah. This next story is, am I the jerk for making my daughters wear dresses when they visit their grandparents? My in-laws are what you would call traditional. They seem to think the world should have stopped 50 years ago and think everything since then is evil. They aren't racist that I know of or outwardly bigoted, but they just are very old-fashioned. My husband and I have three children, 16-year-old female, 14-year-old female, and 10-year-old male, and we go to visit all their grandparents since they live close. Here's the issue, they don't like the idea of women wearing pants. My mother-in-law says it's showing off, and my father-in-law always says it isn't Christian. Now, I'm pretty feminine, so I don't mind throwing on a dress when we stop by, but our daughters are not. They don't like visiting my husband's parents, which breaks his heart because we make them put on a dress before they go. They're both pretty tomboyish, and they never wear any dresses otherwise. I had to buy each of them a few dresses specifically so they can go. To be clear, it's not like they aren't allowed over if they wear pants, it's just they won't shut up the entire time about how much they hate it. Our daughters hate this and think it's unfair. I guess it is, but in a lot of cultures, women only wear skirts and dresses so I don't think it's a big deal. Plus, it isn't like it hurts them to wear a dress a few times a week for a few hours. The issue is our oldest is planning to never speak to her grandparents again after she's 18, and I'm worried it's affecting them. You literally just said in the last sentence, she's planning on never speaking to them again after she's 18, and you say you're worried it's affecting them? Yeah, I think maybe a little bit. Why can't they wear shorts? Shorts are comfy and easy to wear. What is so crazy about that? This next story is, am I the jerk for telling my sister she's poor because she's lazy? My, female 27, sister, female 28, and I sometimes attend these dinner parties with our old family friends. My sister always loves to insert snarky remarks about my financial status. For example, I once brought a dessert that had saffron in it. I didn't point this out, she did, and she went on a whole tangent about how it must be nice to be able to be privileged enough to afford expensive spices, while most families are struggling to put a meal on the table because of inflation. Today we were at dinner and she criticized me for washing my hands for too long in the sink because it reflected my privilege of never having to worry about water bills. This was so ridiculous and I lost it. I told her that we grew up in the same middle class household and I decided to spend my time working to make myself smarter in school while she was lazy and never valued hard work. So her little privilege argument makes no sense. I said the reason I'm better off than her today is because I built my own career rather than trying to find the next somewhat rich guy to mooch off of for 3 months and then get dumped by. She was really taken aback and started crying and screaming at me and I just went home to avoid escalating the situation anymore. Looking back, I guess my comments about her dating habits were uncalled for, but I was tired of having her constantly attack me for literally just existing. Am I the jerk? I think OP's not the jerk. Sometimes, the truth hurts. And honestly, I think what OP says here is just good motivation to continue to work hard at whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Also, can I just say privileged enough to afford expensive spices? She sounds like she's living in the 1500s. Oh, look at you, you can sail on a ship to India to get expensive spices. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy am I the jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.